The growing calls across the nation to defund the police. To end policing as we know it. Off the charts violence in New York City. 11 people shot in just eight hours on Sunday. This is Sunday. about the police officers, officers who every single day put, put on, on that uniform, uniform and they and run towards danger when you're being run away from it. God, stop. Giddy up. Welcome to Failure to Stop Podcast, the number one show first responders go to be informed and entertained. I'm joined by the easy, the breezy, the steezy, Drew Breezy. Drew, welcome to uh, our Friday breakdown. You are back from your vacation, and I appreciate it. Today's show is brought to you by FactorMeals.com. Listen, did you have your factor shake this morning? I uh, did not. Uh, they're, they're running low. Uh, they're, they fly off the shelves when they hit the Baxter household. I the hear meal, you. The, the meals and the smoothies alike. Gosh, those smoothies are so good, man. I've been having one for breakfast every single morning. Head over to factormeals.com and use that promo code Wolfpack50. Today, we're covering the Jadarius Rose case and what that means for canine officers across the country. If you're a canine cop, you should probably listen to this. If you're a civilian that doesn't really know anything about canine cops, you should probably listen to this. Uh, because I think there's a lot of information for everybody in here. I'm not going to just sit here and rip apart this cop who made a terrible decision, a terrible choice. Spoiler alert. Um, what do they call that? Uh, like a spoiler? Yeah, spoiler alert, right? Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. I, I don't really agree with what the cop did here. Um, but we have some things that, that need to be discussed further because it's not as cut and dry as some people might think there's a lot more wrong with this video than there is right and it's not just from the perspective of the canine handler there's a lot of people that screwed up in this video in my opinion and drew with his 30 years of experience is going to weigh in on that as well but i think we're just going to have an action-packed uh, episode today so get so stand by for that ghostbed.com forward slash wolfpack sleep so good it's scary let me tell you had this suspect uh, Jadarius Rose gotten a better night's sleep before he got in that big rig. He might've made some better decisions that would have had a different outcome. Had this canine officer slept on a ghost bed the night before and laid his, his sweet little head on a ghost bed pillow. Uh, he might've been in a, he might've been able to make a better decision, a better choice because everything is better. Once you've had a good night's sleep and you've eaten healthily, 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 healthier. Sour. Sure. Uh, but that's why we are proud to partner with people like Ghostbed and Factor because one, we're going to feed you well, and two, you're going to get a good night's sleep. Um, you get a good night's sleep on your Ghostbed. You wake up, you get you that little breakfast shake from FactorMeals.com, and then while all your friends are eating like peasants and are all tired and and drought dragging along because they didn't get a good night's sleep on their Ghostbed, you're going to be whipping out a Factor meal right there in the mess hall, making everybody look look bad and they're all going to be jealous. So thank you. Ghostbed.com forward slash Wolfpack. And of course, factor meals, promo code Wolfpack five zero for all of that. Um, any breaking news before we jump into today's case? I didn't have any, uh, anything prepared. I mean, uh, I, I want to just say a personal thank you to all the notes, texts, cards, whatever, uh, I've been sent about my mom, uh, the passing of my mother. She's like I said, roamed the, the planes for 92 years. It was time for her to, move to the next chapter and uh thank you all for uh thinking of me uh it was want to thank you so now we've come to the end of the road 
Uh, we yeah, uh, we had a we were literally were just exploding on YouTube there for a second, but we had to stop due to copyright issues. We can't be singing songs that perfect. Uh, that's an old Ross Patterson joke that was always one of my favorites from him. Uh, so check this out. I got a care package in, and um, and I thought it was really fitting for today. But somebody, uh, Jeff Bezos, is actually who sent this to me. Uh, it's a decal that says "Only Gay Cops Pull Me Over." Um, had Jadarius Rose had this on the back of his big rig, his 18 wheeler, maybe he wouldn't have been pulled over. I don't know. Um, but thank you to Jeff Bezos, whoever sent me only gay cops pull me over. I think that's hilarious. Uh, we've got a lot going on on the Patreon channel. If you're tuning into this show for the very first time, we are the failure stop podcast channel. We have five different shows a week, a little bit of comedy, a little political news, a little bit of case breakdowns, everything in between some true crime com center dispatcher stuff we've got it all if you want it we got it right here on the failure stop channel thanks for uh tuning in if you're on youtube watching right now which is a little over 104 missed comments that i have on the youtubes right this second hit that subscribe button like and hammer it and we are trending number 218th in the united states on the podcast charts so every single human being that's listening to this, uh, we would really appreciate it. If you've left us in uh, a review on iTunes, go to Spotify and leave us a review. If you've done it on Spotify, head over to iTunes, give us a review wherever you can and um, make sure you, you know, listen to us on podcasts and not just, uh, you know, 99% of our listeners listen on podcasts, but we have a few people that listen on the YouTubes because we're live over there. So if you are one of those listeners on the YouTubes, just, just swing over and open up your podcast app and hit play for about 30 minutes, turn the volume down so you don't have to hear us. And that way we can keep climbing those charts. I'd love to get us into the top 100 by, by the end of the month. That would be ridiculous. We were on the, we made it all the way to the top 23. Um, and I'd like to beat that. So I'm glad we're trending back on the charts. All right. You ready to jump into Jadarius Rose? I'm with both feet. Listen, I I've got a lot to say. I got a lot to say about everybody. I think everybody fucked up in this case from the start. And when I mean everybody, I want to start with the man who's named like a felony. Might as well name this guy felony Rose. I don't understand why parents decide that they want to name their kids after a felony. I guess. Got a harsh take on that? I don't know. I'm just saying, like, there, there is, uh, there is data out there that talks about how uh, your name actually has an effect on your life. So, 100, percent it does. You know, if you, uh, you know, let's say, um, uh, they, like, you, you're, you and I are brothers, and our parents yeah. named me Atlas, mm-hmm. and then named you, just like less. You know, Lester, whatever we're going to call you Les. You know, you're going to see yourself as that, or you're going to project that. There's, there's actual data on that. I mean, uh, what, what was the name of that? Um, there was a famous book that turned into a podcast. It's really, it's interesting stuff. It was a documentary, even. Uh, but they talk about things like that that happened. They use so data I, to prove it. Actually, is is that why what's his name named his uh, daughter Queen? Uh, it's very possible. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> notice there aren't too many kids named peasant right right i don't know it just eh, it breaks my heart you know you don't don't really see a whole bunch of like you don't see a lot of drews no you don't down felonies you know what i'm saying you don't see a lot of uh jonathan's knocking down felonies but um so we'll just start with the mom the reason why i can say that is because i saw the interview with the mom now listen if i'm in a case like this and the case goes that jadarius rose was driving an 18 wheeler at 23 oh we're frozen already (laughs) let it go elsa
Um, <laughs> oh, there you go. Okay, let yeah. it go, Elsa. That was played. <laughs> that was well played. Um, what I'm saying is, this guy's 23 years old, driving an 18 wheeler. Oh, we're frozen again. <laughs> Has this been a a recurring issue? Um, not until now. <laughs> 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 so to pick up where Eric left off, I have no idea where he left off. Uh, Jadarius Rose was driving down the road. This is not a joke. This is actually what happened. Jadarius Rose was driving down the road in an 18-wheeler. I don't want to step on uh, what he, he was going to get to. Okay, he's back. Hold on. Hello. Oh, no, he froze again. Uh, Jadarius Rose was driving down the road in an 18-wheeler uh, trying to loosen his load. He had a lot of things on his mind, uh, and uh, essentially what I, happened. Can we just go back to what you said? Yeah, go for it. Trying to loosen his load. It was Sorry. a lyric. He was driving down the road trying to loosen his load. <laughs> he had seven somethings on his mind. Here's Eric Tanzi. You may remember him from Failure to Stop. He also started the show, and he is now, <laughs> he is now caught in the Matrix. <laughs> That is tell you to stop because we have a uh, frozen Eric Tanzi on one screen and we have uh, the official Eric Tanzi on the other. Eric, take away. Is it all squared away? Am I back on the right track here? Um, yeah. I guess YouTube didn't like me making fun of Jadarius's name. I don't know, man. Like, I can't get off of it. Uh, can't get off the Jadarius name. Sorry. Sorry if you named your kid Jadarius. Sorry if you named Jadarius. You got 99 problems, but Jadarius let's ain't one. Uh, let's not tempt YouTube and fate again. You know yeah, saying? right. Exactly. Uh, no, so this this case starts when uh, a 23-year-old is driving a big rig. Now, listen, I don't know, man. Like, Do you feel safe having 23-year-olds ripping down the highways? <laughs> I do. In I, I'm, fine. I'm fine with it. I mean, really? I think I feel less safe with 23-year-olds ripping down the highways on four-wheelers. You know what I'm saying? Like, Because they're running the, they're running traffic lights. I don't know, man. Like I, I'm afraid to drive anyway. I'm the world's safest driver. Listen, I hate car accidents. I've seen so many fatalities in car accidents. So I'm always like, I'm one of those guys where I'm like, I'm not going to be that guy. I'm not going to be the one that causes a nasty car wreck. Um, so I want my, I, I want my truck drivers to be like 25 to 41. All right. So there is a demographic. I mean, you know, like kind of like pilots. I mean, you, you don't yeah. want to, you don't want to see some pimple-faced eighteen-year-old <laughs> climb into the first seat of your uh, yeah. of your. Delta I want I want my truck drivers at their prime. I mean, these dudes are barreling down the road with, you know, fifteen thousand pounds trucking behind them, going down these mountains. Like, I don't want to gamble. I don't want a twenty-three-year-old going. Ah, do I think I can make it up this incline? Do I really need my air brake? Like, no, I want that like 33 year old dude. That's like, man, fuck it, dude. I'm, I'm air breaking the whole way. I got nothing but time. I'm getting paid out the wazoo right now. You know? Yeah. I got nothing but time and balls, but yeah. but the thing is, I, I think that we don't see probably is uh, the, um, the overpasses that are, <laughs> that are wrecked for two or three days. Cause that, that probably happens all over the country where the younger drivers are like, ah, I got plenty of room here. 
all these, all these, these, all these young drivers that are all jacked up on mybookie.com, <laughs> um, just gambling with our lives out there on the road. No, I want a seasoned, I want a seasoned truck driver, babe. I know, like truck drivers are in high demand right now, so they're going to take what they can get, much like cops, um, obviously, as we see in the, in this case here. But anyway, uh, at any rate, Jadarius Rose is a 23 year old truck driver with a nice, with a very nice, lengthy criminal record um i talked to a trucker right before i went on today and he said dude uh trucking companies will hire anyone uh including like pedophiles he says it would shock you how many convicted sex offenders become truckers where you know the number one way of trafficking humans is in a truck you would think that trucking companies would be like, yeah, we can't take the chance of you like trafficking humans in this thing. So if you're a convicted well, sex offender, I, I mean, that, that wasn't always the case. I mean, like we didn't know about human trafficking for many years. So, but how do you think you got your Jeff? How do you think Jeff Bezos delivered your uh, only gay cops pull me over sticker? Uh, so, you know, I don't care if they do their interviews uh, at visitation, you know what I'm saying? In the jail or in prison, um, because when you think about it, it's kind of a solo career. Now, I wonder how many like serial killers there are that were truckers. You know what I mean? A lot, like, you know. Yeah, because they're just a lot. <laughs> right. We can quantify it with a lot because they go from town to town, right? Yeah, why not? <laughs> right. But I do think that it's kind of a like it, it would be tough to do like as a young kid to fuck around with an 18 wheeler in the sense that like if there's a if there's a road rage incident or something, you, you got too much. You know what I'm saying? You got too much going on to have to be able to to mess with somebody else. You know what I mean? So I think yeah, I think we're a little bit safe with that. It's kind of, it's not as safe as say being a train operator, a train engineer. I guess it would be called. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like I think it's like um, I think being a trucker is. I mean, that that's a dangerous profession. And I think it's a very professional profession. Like you're a professional driver. If you're a truck driver, you are a professional driver. You can back in perfectly. You can maneuver perfectly. You can read the roads perfectly. I mean, you're a professional driver. Uh, I, I think that truck drivers have, well, I mean, it's obvious they have more experience driving than most people because they literally yeah, drive all day long. <laughs> You know, and in all sorts of conditions and everything like that. So, you know, I want my my truck drivers to be professional, and I, and I have a lot of respect for truck drivers. I always have, and I've never really hassled them too much. But um, old Jadarius here, he's going to have a pretty good criminal record. He's got uh, assault on police officer times two. I remember, he's only twenty three, so he's got assault on on officers times two, both dismissed. Right? Um, he's going to have a, a possession with intent to sell times a few times dismiss do we have that that uh, graph up there so i can read off all of it what else has he got read it off to me dead like since it's so small uh he he had paraphernalia that was dismissed resisting arrest that was dismissed two assault on police officers dismissed possession with intent to distribute also dismissed right because we just dismiss everything nowadays probably due to mental to to mental health and mental illness um so it wasn't his fault if you look at the pictures of him with his mom his mom is just like She's going to defend her little baby. I mean, this kid's definitely never had a spanking. He's the true definition of what every 23. It's, it's like, you know, when I was uh, coming up as a millennial, I was constantly defending millennials because I was born in the 80s and I was a millennial. And I was always like, hey, guys, listen, like my generation didn't have to get drafted into war. Like we volunteered to go fight America's longest running wars, both of them. And we all did it knowing 
that the Bush administration was corrupt. There's not like one soldier that was like pro Bush that was like, yeah, you know, we're, there's definitely mass, mass weapons of mass destruction. Well, we did it because my generation signs up and um, does what it has to do when it's got to do it. But you know, the 23 year old, what are they? The Zennials? What are these guys? Zennials? I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Gen Zers. Yeah. You know, they've got a reputation yeah. and it's yeah. not good. And this kid's got that reputation. They weren't disciplined by any of the, uh, I don't know. What was it? My generation that didn't, that's not disciplining this, uh, this other generation. How did this generation coming up get so fucked up? Yeah, it's quite possible. So what's, what's 18 minus 2000. You know what I mean? Like if his mom was, if his mom delivered young, you know, she could be as little. So 19, she looks like she's probably in her forties. Yeah. Okay. Um, So she could have had him in, in her twenties. Right. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, obviously this kid's never been disciplined in his life. Um, he's gotten away with everything in his life, which is like most of the little kids, like most of these young 20 something year old, uh, kids, man, they, um, okay. For an example, it's a great example. I was at the pool the other day and this kid was just losing his mind. I mean, this kid was like eight years old, nine years old, losing his mind. Didn't want to carry the rafts and the floats screaming. Mom gives up. She fucks right off. Grandma's left behind. Grandma's like, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Grandma starts having like a heat stroke. So I have to get up. I'm holding on to grandma. I'm like, Grandma, are you okay? You're right. You know, this lady. And she was like, yeah, this little boy's like, ah! so it takes me like 10 minutes to get grandma loaded up into the van. She's having some kind of medical emergency. I'm telling granddad, like, yo, you might want to go <laughs> get her checked out. Like she's, she's like having one of those Mitch McConnell type incidents right now. Um, <laughs> she's going like Fitch, full Mitch McConnell. So we, um, I get her loaded up and she's like, can you put the towel around him? So he doesn't get his wet butt on this really nice suburban. And so I was like, Hey young man, let's put this towel around you. And he's like, get away from me. And I was like, yo homie, get up. Let me put this towel around you. I push him up with my hand, put the towel over. He picks the towel up, throws it outside the suburban. Ooh. Oh my God. If that was my kid, I would have punched him right in the fucking face. Just the right towel, in the, the face towel. in front of her. I'd be going to jail right now. I'd be going to jail. Um, he would do that one time and that would be it. Uh, no, I wouldn't punch him, but uh, I, I would lay hands on him. I would yeah, lay hands where, yeah. where, where it didn't leave a mark more than 24 hours, but it would be like 23 hours. <laughs> it'd be like, it'd be, I'd be walking that line right there. But my kids wouldn't do it because my kids have been disciplined. Discipline your fucking kids. Discipline yeah. your kids so they don't turn out like Jadarius Rose right here. So Jadarius Rose, he's got an 18-wheeler. He knows that he's got to stop at an inspection center. I talked to some, I talked to two truckers this morning. If you know anything about truckers, they love to talk. They love to talk they're lonely, because they're man. think yeah. about it. Think they're lonely. Only they must be. Yeah. Trucker. Oh shit. He froze again. I, I was thinking, I, I was thinking like a trucker would almost kind of be a dream job because uh, you know, if you're like introverted, because you, you just, you're just you, like you get to fucking roam, you know, you just get to drive and here's Eric, but you, you get to drive and listen to whatever you want to listen to. You don't have to like play somebody else's shit and you don't have to listen to Disney music and you don't, you know what I mean? You can just listen to whatever. It's not for a spot. You don't have to be a real father. <laughs> you don't have to be a real husband. You're like, I'm going to work. I'll yeah, see like, you in two weeks. You know, No, I'm not. Honey, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm, joking. I'm not going to. Del- I'm not going to buy a pack of smokes. 
I'm going to deliver a container of smokes. All right. So we'll see you when we see you. <laughs> and I will be listening to Tool. You know it's what I like, mean? <laughs> and failure to stop for the next eight hours. But you know what? I wonder too how many how many of these guys get red pilled on the road because they start listening to the like conspiracy <laughs> theories and they start listening to, to like there's this guy Eric Tanzi. He's got this thing with dead leg and man that that dead leg with his lights. I love it. You know. So <laughs> you got to wonder like. Are are we educated? You know what I'm saying. So truckers are probably some of the most educated people, and I'm telling you, they have strict laws that they have to follow. So, oh yeah, like you know, even if you thought, well, Jadarius is just a common criminal, like I say, the guy is trying to make something of his life uh, by being a trucker. Well, you know, we see how that turned out, but he's trying at least. And then um, it's not like you can go from city to city and just like start committing crimes like it's fucking grand theft auto or something like oh i guarantee you a guy like jadarius just from his criminal record and just from his behavior um in these videos i guarantee you jadarius is the one that's like trafficking like half you know the fentanyl like you're like well how, who traffics fentanyl from miami all the way to centerville ohio what kind of person does that yeah. jadarius rose jadarius rose is the kind of guy that does that guarantee you i mean he was running for something he was running for a reason and we're going to get into all that. But, I mean, the guy didn't just not stop because he was obeying all the laws and he was uh, on the up and up. Yeah, um, what are all these uh, What are all these ice skates in your, your trailer? They're just ice right? skates. Don't look at them. There's no money in there whatsoever. <laughs> none, none at all. There's um, no money or anything. Do not remove the soles from those fake Nikes. There's definitely not cocaine inside of them. Uh, <laughs> you say psych. <laughs> What's that? These say psyche. What kind of sneakers? Psyche. Uh, no, but I love truckers. So I talked to two truckers this morning at length, and I love both of them. Um, shout out to Matt LaFountain. Uh, and Matt LaFountain is actually not really a trucker. He did trucking for a little while, but he's a veteran infantry guy. I mean, just a great human, one of the best human beings I've ever met in my life. So big shout out to Matt LaFountain, uh, even though his name is uh, French Canadian and he's basically from Canada. In, um, in French, that means uh, the fountain. <laughs> Le fountain. Uh, yeah, you never see any little fountains with uh, with felonies. You know what I mean? <laughs> you, don't, you don't see any. You don't see any Matt Le fountains racking up the felonies. <laughs> felonies are different in uh, Canada and in uh, Montreal. In yeah, he's from the Outer Andacs. Is that how I say that? The Outer Andacs. Sure. Outer Andacs. Yeah, you know that you're going to be a trucker. That's the place to be a trucker. That's that'll test your metal. Being yeah. a trucker in the Adirondacks, it's all mountains. I mean, doing anything in the Adirondacks will test test your limits. Like, I, I feel like anybody from the Adirondacks would survive naked and afraid, like all the time. It's it's like being a Floridian, basically. Yeah. Um, right. Like in like a middle of the Florida Floridian, like those dudes can survive anything. Not like Ocala um, or. Oh God, never fuck with somebody from Ocala. Before you, before I get in a fight with anybody, I just ask them, like, "Yo, you from Florida?" And they're like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Which part?" If they say Ocala. You get a free pass, Bob. You get a free pass. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Every every male and female from uh, Ocala, Florida, should just join the UFC because you can fight alligators and water moccasins and alligator snapping turtles. You can fight anything in that octagon. You got Chuck Liddell all day long. So uh, Jadarius Rose uh, cruising along and passes a. This is on July Fourth weekend too, by the way. And you know, you know the state troopers are out on July 4th. What gets 
Why are state troopers so boned up on July 4th? Well, because local cops are busy chasing stupid firework calls and and uh, <laughs> and bringing quick clot to those who have had their appendages blown off. So the troopers are like, okay, let's up the DUI enforcement because I'm sure that that's, uh, that's what people are going to be doing to celebrate our nation's history. Man, it's like every July 4th is, is a state trooper's wet dream. Like, you know, they're the only ones excited about it, too, where it's like, are you mad at their patriotism or what? They're like, oh, yeah, please let me work on July 4th. Please. That's the, that's the prime pickings, baby. Come on, come on, come on, Sarge. <laughs> Call my name. And they're like, Trooper Brown. He's like, yeah, yeah. And the other trooper's like, God, man, now I got to go to the fireworks with my family. God. It's <laughs> Do you know how many DUIs I'm going to miss? Brown's going to have like six more to me. That's not even fair. He beats me every year in DUIs, and that's because he gets to work July 4th every year. Do you know how many overpasses I'm going to have to drive by without sitting under in the shade while everybody else responds to crashes on the interstate? Do you know how many, you know how much that pains me to have to actually like, no, I'm right here for this crash. I'm going to watch the (laughs) drive right by and go to it. (laughs) Oh, we love you state troopers, but this is going to be a state trooper heavy show. I'm going to be deucing on you guys all day. So just get ready. Just saddle up for it. It's my time to shine. Should have been a street cop Uh, or start your own podcast. Uh, No. So, uh, Anyway, you know you know the state troopers are out in full force Fourth of July weekend. That's no secret. And um, Jadarius decides that he wants to not stop at a federally regulated DOT inspection station. Big deal. That's a big deal. It's a really big deal. You know when he? You know, like, I, have you ever met a DOJ inspector? No. I mean, a, a, a state inspector for in, not truckers. Oh my god, bro! Worst of the worst. They're like motorcycle cops times 25. I take that back. I have actually, I have. Yeah. Yeah. At, at a Florida highway patrol meeting one time. Yes. And I agree with you. Yeah. Because they're oh. all about compliance. Oh, compliance, compliance, compliance. Like you're missing a reflector. It's oh. not even your, it's not even your rig. You picked it up from food line. You're just doing food line a, a favor. And they're like, Oh, you're missing a, a reflector. That's a $485 fine. And, you know, they're considered truckers are considered professional drivers, so everything is doubled. So, like, if you have a, a DUI is a 0.08 for a regular driver, it's 0.04 for a CDL license, oh, and that's if you're driving a horse. It's not you don't have to be in the big rig. If you have a CDL, you're considered a professional driver, and everything is doubled for you. Um, so you can't be a 0.04 in a regular car if you have a CDL, correct? Right, right, right. Yeah. So, I mean, having your CDL license is a, is a really big fucking deal, as it should be, because, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of lives that you that, that are at stake um, while you're behind the, the wheel of that big rig. So, anyway, he passes this, this state inspection site, and uh, the state troopers are quick to get on it. Now, the, the state troopers are going to pull him over for a missing mud flap. The media is going to make a big deal out of this. You're going to hear a lot of, well, he pulled him over for a mud flap. He pulled him over for, no, 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 no. They, they, they pulled him over because he didn't stop at an inspection station. However, it's way easier to articulate into a court, into a grand jury. If they did find, you know, 500 pounds of Colombian bam, bam in the back of this thing, it is irrefutable. You can't like, you have to have a mud flap. It has to be there. You knew you didn't have a mud flap. You know, he can argue all day that he didn't see the inspection station or he thought it was close. Like there's no excuse for a missing mud flap. So it's a very easy target. And we've done that in law enforcement. Like you can run, you can run a calibrated 
Um, you know, what, what's the uh, ray gun? Radar? Yeah, radar. Okay, man. <laughs> Uh, you can tell like, how often I fucking ran traffic interdiction, right. but you know you could do the you could do the 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 radar gun and get somebody for speeding. But if I saw them with an illegal window tent, I went with that every time because then I don't have to fight with the uh, radar calibrations and the memorization on how radar works and so on. You know, it's like I'm like oh, okay, good. Well, you definitely was speeding, but I'm gonna pull him over on the the window tent because that's irrefutable. Like that's blacked out window tent. I don't, you know what I mean. A lot easier for me to explain that in court. And a, and a lot of people, I think, too, make a big deal of like, oh, my God, how petty I'm, I'm missing mud flap on it. Okay, have you ever been behind a fucking truck that's missing a mud flap, especially if it's raining? I mean, they're there for a reason. It's not just the, um, yeah, there's some damage right there. I mean, uh, how many times have you been wa- r- rolling down the highway, listening to Taylor Swift, cruising uh, to some Tay-Tay, and <laughs> God <laughs> Dang it. Crack my windshield again. Son of a bitch. And lo and behold, it's a gosh darn 18 wheeler in front of you. I mean, we're not talking about the mud flaps that say like back <laughs> off with your Samity Sam and the truck nuts and all that. Like <laughs> a mud, uh, fucking mud flap. That's <laughs> pull me over. <laughs> Remember, I, I mean, you, most of the you stripper. Know, but Josh, please Google this one. Keep on trucking. <laughs> like a cartoon guy and he's got really long legs and he's but, but you know the, the, they serve a purpose there's like you know just like the story i told a couple of weeks ago where my my old partner was like re- rearranging his new patrol car and he had no place to put his gloves and i'm like i'm like a fucking glove box that's what it's for. <laughs> for but these mud flaps are like they're the protection of the windshield behind the trucker because they're kicking up debris constantly so it's not a petty ticky tack like oh you know he could have got by without a mud flap bullshit he's gonna he's gonna get somebody hurt or killed and they know that they know all of these rules and and this is what i was going to say about Jadarius. also by the way i'm trying to crowbar this in he uh you know if you think he goes from town to town you know, like committing crimes like he's in Grand Theft Auto, he, he, those guys are paid by the load and getting it there quicker. So when they bust their crew rest, like whatever it's called, like you, you, you can only drive for a certain amount of time and you have to have rest hours and you have to document that and log all that. So if any one of these DOT guys pulls you over, a state trooper, local law enforcement or whatever, and they say, hey, let me see your logs. Uh, you better be in compliance of, you know, driving rest, driving rest, because, you know, the, they say that the the longer you go without sleep when you're driving, it's more like like uh, DUI. It's more like intoxicated. Yeah, drive. So if you're yeah, I don't want a tired trucker. I don't need it. I don't want like, you know, he's behind the wheel of this fucking 18. No, 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 not that. That's 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 the mud flaps I like. These are the mud flaps I want to see. When I'm rolling down the road, the old stripper, the stripper silhouette on the mud flaps. Your kids are like, Daddy, what is that? And you're like, I don't know, son. It looks like an alien. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I think it's a prank. (laughs) (laughs) Keep on trucking. Keep on trucking, brother. Oh man, I love truckers though, dude. They um they saw I got I got several truckers um that stop in and see me. Um and one guy, he's a Marine, he was ex-Marine, or, oh, once a Marine, always a Marine. 
uh, that that stops in on his little truck and routes, and he always drops me off gifts and everything, and it's really funny. But uh, Does he have, yeah. do you think he has a uh, devil dog like mud flaps do you think he has marine corps what what marine corps paraphernalia does he have on his truck because it's no like- actually dude he's not the type but he wants to be a state trooper like really oh. bad wants to be a state trooper he wants to go to the dark side wants to do it in chicago yeah. i don't know why i can't talk this like any sense into this guy but yeah. like it's you're not gonna talk sense into a marine anyway you should try to uh convince him to be a cop instead if he becomes a trooper i'm gonna go to his graduation and i'm gonna heckle him Uh, even if it's in chicago and i'm gonna make him take me to a bell game and i'm gonna shame him the whole time um that he's there but no he's a great guy and i love him but i I, he he drives i think for fedex so i don't think he gets to uh put his marine corps but he gave me a a marine corps coffee mug and a shirt that says marine corps daddy i don't i don't know what that means but uh i wear it i wear it proud dad of a marine my kid's like 10 (laughs) oh jadarius Oh, look at Jadarius. Look at his mom. Oh, listen, if I did something as stupid as Jadarius, my mom wouldn't have my back whether I got eaten alive by a dog or not. But anyway, so Jadarius passes this, this inspection station. He gets pulled over for the mud flaps, which I'm all for. I'm game on on the whole mud flap thing. I All three of my vehicles right now have cracked windshields because of the, the daggone rocks going through the windshield. And the only way that Safe Light will repair them is if I drive all the way into Raleigh and I try to avoid Raleigh at all costs. So I just drive around with the busted ass windshield i wouldn't even have to go to raleigh if these damn trucks would uh you know handle their loads properly but they don't so i have got no problem with the stop so they go to initiate this stop and homeboy doesn't stop he decides he's gonna run and by the way these trucks they're governed so they're not gonna go any faster than you know say 70 or 80 miles an hour i talked to a trucker today that says that all of the trucks that he ever ridden were governed at 70 so good luck. And he says, once you got close to 70, it was hard to break like 68. You know what I mean? Like you had to be like rocking, you know, going right. with the wind. You had to be doing all the things to make this truck go 70 miles an hour. Um, so you're not really running from anything, but he's taking exits at the last second, trying to be evasive. I mean, this isn't a fully loaded down 18 wheeler that he's doing this shit. Um, finally he does pull over after a very long time. There's several state troopers at this point, at least six state trooper cars, all marked all with their lights and sirens on. And he pulls over for a second. He calls nine one one and he's like, well, I was going to pull over, but now they all have guns pointed at me. So not today. And he takes off again. So now they're like, Oh, what's going on? And they deploy stop sticks before entering uh, the small town of what is it, Centerville, Ohio, uh, Deadleg? Same of this? Circleville. Circleville uh, in Bullshit, Ohio, which is the second armpit of the United States. Um, what is Circleville? You grew up near there, didn't you? It's a really, really small town. It's not very big at all. Yeah, well, like maybe, maybe like, uh, you know, a couple hundred cops in that town. What is it? 300. They have less than 30 employees for the entire police department, including dispatch and all of their administrative people. Very small town. Very small town. Try that in a small town. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, How embarrassing is it that you get a ticket for running a red light in a town that only has two red lights? Oh, does Centerville only have two red lights? uh, I'm guessing. So, I mean, it's safe to say that these cops probably have – the bare bones training, uh, if any, like real training at all. Anyway, they probably got more gear than they have training to use the gear. Listen, I'm not shitting on a small town, but let's generally speaking, these small town cops have badass gear and have no idea how to use it. 
Um, and also like Peacock more than anybody else as well. It's just, yeah. it's just experience I've had at different courses and classes. Um, you can always tell the small town cop because he's dressed like a small town cop. He's got his 5'11s on. He's got his combat boots on. He's got the uh, Leatherman tool on. He's yeah. got the cell phone in the case. He's got the gun. No jacket over the gun. You can tell the real street cop because he's wearing like <laughs> Jinko jeans from the 90s. <laughs> You know, and those like those like silk unbuttoned shirts from the nineties that we all used to wear. And vans. <laughs> yeah, weird. Yeah, but it, but it, but his Jico jeans have been hemmed because he's still a cop, right? <laughs> so so they're hemmed like ju- just above his lock line. Looks like a total dork. Um yeah. anyway, listen, yeah, yeah, I can make fun shirt. of cops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got his affliction shirt with his like bleached out jeans. It looks like he's a preacher in a mega church. <laughs> like one of those mega, one of those like mega church preachers with jeans, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> with a pocket knife. See, I make fun of other cops too, state troopers. It's not just you. It's not just you and Marines. I make fun of real cops too. Uh, so anyway, they're trying to light this guy up. He doesn't stop. They get the stop six out, and they finally get him out. They finally get him to stop. And um, you know, let's go ahead and play the footage from here. Uh, dead leg. Wait, before we play the footage, hold up, hold up, stop, stop, stop. Before we play the footage, um, uh, mybookie.com, promo code Wolfpack. Sign up today. Listen, the fight is tomorrow. If you want to get in on a group chat with me and watch the fight with me tomorrow via group text, not watch it, but you're going to be watching it, I'm going to be watching it, and there's going to be a private group text with everybody that's betting on the fight tomorrow using mybookie.com forward slash Wolfpack, promo code Wolfpack. If you go and sign up for my bookie today, July 28th, if you go up and sign up for mybookie.com, screenshot that this afternoon and get it to us on Facebook or Instagram and send us a screenshot of it, you are going to be given a phone number. And that phone number is going to put you into a group chat that's only going to be used for to- for tomorrow's fight night. I will be group texting everybody that is in that. Oh, that's on my personal cell phone number. You can talk to me the whole fight via this stupid group text. We'll do gifs and gifs, and we're all going to be betting on this fight. I don't care if you bet 20 bucks or 50 bucks. If you go to mybookie.com and you sign up with promo code Wolfpack, um, you're going to get into this group text tomorrow, but you have to do that today. So July 28th, when this podcast drops, um, go ahead and do that. And you can hang out with me tomorrow night and a bunch of SWAT guys uh, in a group chat while we do um, while we do uh, the UFC fight tomorrow night. So if that's what you want to be a part of, uh, Wolfpack, go to mybookie.com and use the promo code Wolfpack. All right, let's go ahead and play this footage. Here we go. That's a dog. Come to me. You don't want bit. Do not, do not, do not let them, don't release the dog, do not release the dog with his hands up, do not release the dog with his hands up, do not release the dog with his hands up, do not, do not, do not, get the dog off of it. Just stop. Just stop. I can't even fucking do this, man. I can't even fucking watch this video. There's so much bad shit going on in this video. I know you're going to argue with me. I know you're going to argue with me. I know we talked about it before the show, but I can't. I can't hold my tongue, Drew. I can't stop it. This is this is absolute ridiculousness. You've got the DOT guy going, come to me, man. 
come to me, man. You got another dude saying, get on the ground. You're going to get bit. Get on the ground. You're going to get bit. The other one's going, come to me, man. Come to me. And he's like, you're going to get bit. Get on the ground. What's he doing? Is he coming to you or is he getting on the ground? Either way, it sounds like this asshole's going to get bit one way or the other, which is his fault. He didn't stop. Whatever. Listen, then you've got this guy. I'm guessing he's a state trooper because what we have here, for those of you who are just listening, I'm going to try to comment down a little bit, is you've got all the state troopers at the very far end at the back of the semi-truck. You have two city cops at the front of the semi-truck, and they're about 30 feet in front of the, the semi-truck, and these troopers are 30 feet to the rear. So you're probably talking a solid, I don't know, what is that, maybe 300 feet? Yeah, away I from can. each other yeah um pretty close about 300 feet from each other so he's yeah. sitting here going yeah about a football field he's sitting there going um don't let the dog go oh don't let that dog go don't let that dog go oh don't let that dog go. there's no way possible that that's canine can hear that he can't hear that um and i get it drew i heard what you said earlier just let me finish i heard what you said earlier but now that i'm watching it again it reemphasizes me his tone and I, I, and I, I want to hear your opinions on this. I don't, and I, I already know what they are, but I want the crowd to hear them too. But <laughs> it's his tone of voice. His tone of voice is going, don't let that dog go. Oh, you're going to let that. He wants him to lie on that dog go because I can already tell that he's a virtue signaling kind of guy that wants this to be a fuck up so that he looks good because cops love to burn other cops down so that they can look better. Um, and this is kind of an example of that. I think if you're a real leader, if you're real, you know, and, and you're not one of these kind of cops that want to watch other people fail, I don't want to watch other people fail. And I know that it's not my responsibility to stop him from doing something, but I've always been a big fan of see something, do something instead of see, say something, say, see something, say something. See, this is the difference in see something, say something, which this guy's not even saying it to anybody, but his own body camera. Cause he's virtue signaling to his body camera. I'm like, look at me, command staff. Look how quickly I recognize that he shouldn't let the, the canine go. Um, but instead he does nothing to try to stop this canine officer um, or, or at least to make some kind of concerted effort to get everybody else to shut the fuck up. Because right now there's a lot of commands. And as the canine officer, and, and this canine officer is completely in the wrong, don't get me wrong, but the canine officer is also listening to a whole bunch of people yell, which doesn't help the situation. You're going to get bit. You're going to get bit. Get on the ground. Do what we say. You know, this guy hasn't complied once um, through multiple opportunities to comply. So he's, he's non-compliant. Whether his hands are up or not, the guy's still not compliant. He's still not doing anything to these cops. He's not getting down or coming to him. He's just not complying, period. So it actually sounds like he's trying to argue with everybody. Um, but if you really want to stop this cop from letting that go or you think he shouldn't go, and if you are a cop and you're in this situation, there's nothing wrong with you yelling, hey, man, or don't be a pussy and walk around. Walk around towards that guy and wave your hands. Hey, we're good. We're good. Everybody calm down. We're good. If you think, if you literally are that calm, standing back there doing nothing but being in the peanut gallery, let every, get everybody else to calm the fuck down because everybody else is screaming and yelling. Uh, nobody is getting the message across to this guy or the canine officer in this case. All right. Let me be, uh, uh, let me be the guy's attorney. Let me be the devil's advocate. Call me what you want. When you say he's non-compliant, how, how in one breath can you tell me that he's being shouted at with 30 different commands and in the same breath tell me he's non-compliant? 
what, what is he not not complying with? Well, he is didn't he stop his. Complying? Well, he didn't comply when he didn't stop at the Department of Justice. Uh, I mean, at the the Department of Transportation. Okay, the, true. The DOT. He didn't didn't comply there. Didn't comply when the first cop lit him up and tried to pull him over. Didn't comply when the second cop, the third cop, the fourth cop, the fifth cop. Didn't comply when he pulled over and and nine one one told him to get out of the or to stop his vehicle and to put his hands out because um, he well, did call nine one one, and then he. Okay, well, but hold on. First of all, he did because. For everything you've just described, nothing you just described, by the way, is uh, eligible for a use of force when you think about it first. Second of all, he called 911 because he's like, I don't want to get out of the truck now because there's a million fucking cops here and they're screaming at me and they all got guns. Okay. Yes, he put himself in that position. He's an idiot. He, he's, there's, there's no two ways about it. I, I still don't know how they survived throwing out spike strips on a fucking 18 wheeler. I, I, I don't know that I was, I thought that I was specifically trained to not do that, but it's been so long. I, I can't verify that. I know. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, you know, like, uh, tracking down and following a, a semi truck is probably not that difficult. Like just back yeah. way off of them. Right. He's going to run out of gas eventually. So, so here's the thing. So nothing he said so far or nothing he has done so far has required the use of force when you say he's non-compliant when you say he's non-compliant how can you say that he's on the ground with his hands up in a surrender position and he's non-compliant because he's not following the simon says like in the daniel shaver case and i get that there's an argument for that because he could have a gun in his waistband and there's there's other things that have happened in the past but when you when you start talking about the trooper who's verbalizing oh don't let that dog out don't let no, that dog out do it. Don't okay. do it, man. Don't do it. If you go back to a, a couple of comm centers ago, we did the the story from, uh, I want to say Utah, but I don't think that that's right. It's maybe New Mexico. And it's the wrong house. They knock on the door of the wrong house, and the homeowner comes out with a gun, and they all shoot and kill the homeowner because mm -hmm. the homeowner thought that they were home invaders. They thought he was a threat. Then the mother, then the wife comes down the stairs and as he's holding deadly force, like they still haven't approached the guy that they just shot. The wife comes downstairs. You hear him say, oh, please don't do it. Don't do it. Don't make me do this. Don't do it. He's talking to himself. And we used to do that all the time before there were body cameras. He's basically saying, don't be a fucking idiot and let that dog go. Don't do this. I can't believe I'm fucking watching what I'm watching here. He's talking to himself. There's, there isn't any handler in the world that should listen to some other guy other than his supervisor or another canine handler as to when to let a dog go or not let a dog go. That guy's not trying to give the command uh, a warning like, hey, don't let the dog go. He's saying, oh, well, my God. that's what the media is saying. Media is saying after he was warned several times by the state trooper not to let the dog go, he let the dog go. He wasn't warned. I don't consider that canine handler warned. No. That canine handler is making a decision based on his training and experience of whether or not to let that dog go. And he fucked up. Oh, he, for sure. He fucked up. He, I'm for sure. He, he fucked up, and we're going to get into that. I, I can't put that on on a trooper who's who's a football field away, and everyone's making a big deal that he's not yelling. Don't let the dog go. Don't let. The was, dog yeah, go. that's where I I disagree because like I feel that you are a lead. Like every police officer is a leader in some way, shape, or form, yeah. and 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 we're all there to help each other out. 
and cops make a lot of mistakes. Every cop deals with stress different. Every cop is trained differently. And again, we don't know the perspective. We, you know, we're only getting one body camera uh, angle of this. I don't think he was on the ground at this point. I think he was still standing up. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, even, but even in a surrender um, position. I mean, if he's in a surrender position, like it's if it. Uh, if somebody is hands up, don't shoot. Yeah, but I mean, if I, if if if, I, if he's in a surrender position, but there's a, like if I see a firearm, yeah, you know, that's not a surrender position to me at all, no, I, it, I, um, I, because I, you know I can I can draw on you. So I if if you're not you know, and the, the canine officer says I told you several times to get down and you didn't obey me, and I let my dog go. Um, okay. now, I don't agree with that. That's his excuse on that. I'm but what I'm saying is, is that you have a responsibility as a leader. You have a responsibility as a leader to try to to help your buddy out and try to prevent something like that. And I think that, you know, in that situation, I really believe if I really felt adamantly about him, not letting that dog go, I would have screamed at the top of my lungs. Do not let the dog go. We don't need your dog. We don't need your fucking dog. I can get behind that. I I, I think when you're talking about most police officers are leaders, there are type A's and there, and then there are, are others, but at, at some point, whoever was in command of that situation. And the problem is, by the way, I see a lot of chatter about, like, don't their radios work or whatever. You have at least no. three different agencies that I know yeah. of. Yeah, you they're, have, they're, they're not going to be able to talk on the radios. Yeah, you have State Patrol, and then you have Centerville Police or Circleville or whatever it's called. But, yeah. but um, as a leader, probably someone needs to step up and say, literally, like, okay, everyone shut the fuck up. This is confusing. Because... <laughs> That's why I'm saying he's going to beat any resist without violence. He's going to beat that charge nine days, nine ways to Sunday. All they have to do is press play on the fucking uh, on the body cam, and and he, they're going to go, Your Honor, uh, jury. Do you not hear thirty different commands being given? Like, oh yeah, I mean it's atrocious. It's it's atrocious. And and you know I I came from a you know a medium sized department. You come from a very large department, but how many times in in-service training and stuff did you hear your instructor? At least I hope I hope that Hillsborough County. I know a lot about Hillsborough County Sheriff's Department, and it is a very well-trained, um, very very. Like, I got no nothing bad to say about the Hillsborough police officers in their training, or even Tampa PD. I think those are all very highly trained police departments. Yeah. Orlando PD, all the Florida Florida agencies have a lot of great training in the bigger the, the bigger departments. But I mean, I, I mean, I hope you heard something like this. Guys, listen, when we're in a chase, we don't we don't need 30 cars in this chase. Yes. We yes. don't need 30 cars. What we need is four cars, and one person's gonna take command of the radio, and that's it. And everybody else is gonna be off the radio. And when the car is pulled over, it's the person who pulled the if the person who initiated the stop is going to be the voice of that, or whoever was working the radio is going to be the voice. I mean, they're going to spell it out per their policy, per their tactics, their SOPs. Yeah of who's going to be in charge. So you know this, like, you know, when there's in a chase, like every time I've been in a chase, I'm already knowing, like if I'm the one that was chasing the car, I'm like, okay, well, when this guy crashes, I know that the canine's coming and that the canine's going to be the first out of the car. So if the canine's here and he's in this chase and this guy wrecks, I'm not getting out of the car because he's getting out first. Yeah. You're going to get bit if you do that. Right. Like we know all of these things, but what happens here in this case, it's like these guys have never been in a car chase in their life and they get out and everybody is doing their own damn thing. And that's, you know, that's a training flaw a hundred percent. And listen now here, let's go with this route. It's a training flaw, but Eric, you know, let me defend my, my Ohio Centerville armpit, Ohio cops here. Um, Eric, we've just survived three years of defund the police. 
We've just spent three years of not being able to recruit anyone. Eric, we don't even get to work off duty because we're still having to work on duty multiple shifts. We're balls tired. We only have two cane officers and we haven't been able to train in our canine officers because we don't have the funding. We don't have the money, blah, 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 blah. So I get it. Like, I understand that, you know, we all have these problems. Um, it, it is very possible that that's the only canine for that department. I mean, you, you heard the Manning numbers. It's yeah. also possible that that, that might be the only canine in a, in a, in the County area. Like, you know, there are some counties that don't have canines. Like, uh, I, I think, and, and let's look at it on an individual agency plane. Like, they might all, the individual agencies might all be trained to do things well and do things a certain way. When you get all three together and you're trying to, in the time of a what we'll call a crisis, when we, when, when, uh, a high-intensity situation, trying to get on the same page and learn each other's <laughs> actions at the same time, it's not going to work. So the state troopers might be highly trained. Even Centerville might be highly trained. Department of Transportation might be highly trained, but they've never trained together. And yeah. uh, the, the other thing is to like, I, I still put, listen, I, I don't want to dump completely on this handler. He, he's lost his job. Uh, he's, he's, in my opinion, we're, t we're one step up and two steps back in law enforcement because of stuff exactly like this. So if it was an accident, we look like shit. If it was intentional, you got fired and we look like shit. Either way, we look like shit. But I, I don't think it was a matter of um, like, hey, I warned him not to do it or he has an out or he had uh, the, the one trooper says uh, it can say, um, uh, you know, at least I'm covered because I told him not to do it. I don't think that was the case at all. I think that this guy intervened with his dog and they, they may never ask, may have never asked him to do that. They may. No, have never I, 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 I just, with my experience with uh, other agencies peacocking against each other, um, I think had that have been another state trooper, he would have been on the same team and he would have been like, don't let that dog go. Don't let that dog go. Cause he doesn't want the state troopers to be embarrassed. He doesn't want it to be his, but now he sees it's city police and he's like, oh, oh, this bitch is about to let that dog go. And he's going to embarrass himself and we're going to look awesome. You know, and, and I, there's more proof and evidence of this. Um, and, and, and say, listen, I'm sorry that if you're a state trooper and you're offended by this, but you guys have that reputation. Uh, you have a reputation of being holier than now. We're better than everybody else. Our academy's better than everybody else. You know, we look better than everybody else. And I get that. And, and I like the high, highest breed of, the highest breed of core of, of your profession. Uh, I respect that and everything. Um, but I, I, what I don't like is when you allow people to fail so that you look better. And in my opinion, from my perspective, perspective of this case what i see is a guy who is willing to allow this guy to embarrass the profession as a whole and had he, this guy shut the fuck up and literally tried to do something maybe we wouldn't be all embarrassed right now and having to do this show if he would if he had the wherewithal to say it a thousand times to his body camera now you're, you're arguing that he wasn't saying to his body camera i still think he was um you, you know i i think that many times i i mean listen we wouldn't be sitting here right now had he had done something, had he had done something. We wouldn't be sitting here if the canine officer didn't attack it. That's just right, my so, opinion. So um, let me ask you, though. You, you would feel better about this, and, and I just want to play devil's advocate. You would feel better about this if he raised his voice, you know, two octaves and 20 decibels. Yeah. And said, yeah. It wouldn't seem as petulant. Okay. I mean, I, I still disagree because I think the, the, the handler is going to react. However, the handlers it, it's, it's on the handler to handle the dog. It's not right. on anyone else to say, don't, 
don't deploy the dog or it's not on anybody else but the guy holding that leash. Yeah. So there's a, there's a good question in the chat from our friend Abby. Is it possible that the officer some kind of movement that the others didn't see? Yes, that's definitely possible because you can't we can't see it from the, the angle here. They have since fired the officer, though, but that doesn't really tell me anything. They they they. Uh, always have since fired the officer nowadays. It's always going to be throw the baby with the uh, with the bathwater, and we'll let him fight to get his uh, job back. If not, we wouldn't be covering cases like Ben Darby or Matthew Mistretta or any of these other cases. Like, yeah, he's probably going to end up getting charged. He's going to have to defend that in court. That no, I saw movement, or I or I did what I did, or he just keeps his mouth shut and just hopes he doesn't get charged over it. But. I, I, don't I mean, I think he's going to get charged. I mean, from what I've seen in the video, unless there's another angle that we have not seen yet, um, I don't see this guy not getting charged. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't either. Um, and you know and what? You know what's the telling? The most telling sign to me on this one is if you watch the tape again, when he releases the dog, the dog doesn't even know where to go. The it, dog can't. The dog can't even pick no, up the threat. The dog. I didn't pick this up until now. The dog runs towards the trooper and then he directs them back in other yeah. words he could have gone hands-on at that point right no so, because then that dog would have been eating a state trooper <laughs> no no no. The, the handler the handler's like come on join the party over here don't bite the guys in the gray they're the good ones get this. right but, uh, that's what i'm saying the dog has no idea the, uh, the, he lets the dog go and the dog's like wait a minute who's the aggressor I, here I, it looks I, like the state troopers are yeah so I, I don't think I, I don't think that uh, to say I don't think it's fair to say just because he's quote not complying because what's he not complying with the the thirty different commands he's being given, you know if he's got his hands up, that is a form of compliance. This he, guy is no listen, Drew. This guy this this guy isn't new to the law. This guy knows exactly what he needs to do. Not no, to, no, no. he's assaulted two cops. Right. It, it, he's 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 at RDO in the past. He knows what's going. He knows how to act around the police officers. Well, he's he on purpose not complying. He was not complying. But the, but listen, okay. But not complying with what is the question? And I, and I'm just saying. I know what the lawyers are saying because you're talking like the lawyers, and I get that. But the reality is, he fucking law. knew what the complying is <laughs> because that's the law. But but listen, is is his are his actions likely to cause? death or great bodily harm to anybody at this point he's not complying yes to he has you. done something of great bodily harm he fucking went barreling down the highway running from the cops in a that, fifteen thousand pound 18 wheeler you're not preventing that anymore you're not preventing that you have removed his foot from the gas pedal you're not preventing that that that's in the past like his felonies all in the past his his uh assault on police officers in the past you can't you can't deploy a dog based on the guy was an asshole for most of his life. It just doesn't work that way. It's well, all I know it doesn't work that way, but the, it, it doesn't mean that the reality isn't that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know that in a court of law, he's protected, but you're, you know, it's like a civil suit. You know, a civil suit's much different than a judicial suit. Like, OJ Simpson was innocent by the law of court and, and, yeah, I know what you're uh, trying. His attorney. But but civilly, they don't give a shit about that. They're like, nah, bitch, you fucking killed her, and they're going to take all your money for it. So, like, you know, according to the law, did he not comply? According to the rules, according to whether a lawyer is going to eat this apart, did he not comply? Sure, but the reality is he knew better. He knew he should lay his ass on the ground. He knew he should have put his arms out and spread his arms out and that he wouldn't have a use of force. He knew exactly what to do in his brain. He just failed to do it because he's an asshole. 
okay, that's fine. I, I'll buy that. He learned his lesson. He, he, he got a degree from Sidewalk U right here, right? But he's also going to get a full scholarship for it. He's going to get paid. Oh, for yeah, it. yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, so yeah absolutely. Here? Like, because what we're talking about is a criminal justice system that, that says you have probable cause to an arrest, arrest a guy. And mixed in with that is if he's not compliant, then you have you can use force to take him into custody. But there's a difference between non-compliance and fighting your way out of custody, which he is not doing. In theory, you can wake this guy out for 10 hours, or if he's just standing there with his hands up, there's nothing that says one of you can't walk up to him or run up to him sure. and, and throw him down. I so, think probably your big fear there is what else is in the truck. That's you know, true. Are you going to get ambushed? I mean, I'm not. I'm not walking up on that cab of that truck. Yeah, what's, in, what's in his waistband is probably even a bigger fear, or what's in his ankle holster, or whatever. I mean, it's just it's um, this is to him compliance. And on top of that, like I, I guarantee, there's going to be an argument of you put that guy on the stand. He's going to say, I don't know. They were all yelling at me. I was confused. I was sure. I was mad at myself for not stopping. And so I blacked out and all, yeah. and all, all I knew would I Mitch what, McConnell. All I knew to, to do was to give the surrender position like uh, Mike Brown taught me. And I was just standing there. Next thing I know, there's a dog beating the fuck out of me. I think so many people have been paid for not obeying the law that I think like right now it's just common knowledge, common street knowledge to say, don't stop for the police. Don't do it. There's a great chance. There's a greater chance that the, one of these cops is going to fuck up and you're going to get paid. So don't comply. Like, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I mean, it just seems like you can't, you know, uh, you can kind of do whatever you want. And, and the cops are always going to be the ones to be the bad guy. You've defunded the cops. You've overworked the cops. You're not giving them a day off. You set them up for complete failure. Meanwhile, all the criminal has to do is just kind of survive it. And then they get the payday. Um, and, and that sucks. <clears throat> Let's keep rolling the tape. I got one more thing that I want to point out that really makes me mad in all this. Oh, and again, this is a culture of virtue signaling. Oh, Here's the dog. You see the dog? Do not. Do not. Do not. Get the dog off of it. Oh, Get now. Now we're going to raise our voice. Oh, now we're all going to get the same command. Get your dog off. The dog's biting your arm. Relax. Now, here we go. This is the part I don't like. Stop the video right there. There we go. Oh, man. Are you ready for this, Drew? Yeah, go for it. I got to do it. We got a whole bunch of people that are trying to work something out. You've got a serious situation. Whether this guy should have let the dog go, definitely should not have let the dog go. For sure, 100%. I think this cop gets charged. I'm all for him getting charged. He's an, he's an, he's an idiot, and he made a terrible mistake. I think you should also charge Jadarius Rose as well. That's my final statement on those two things. But here we go. You got a bunch of men doing some work, and you got one female. One female out there. You got one. You're the only girl out there, and you have to act like a girl in front of the whole nation. If I'm another female cop, I'm absolutely disgusted by this. This chick, one, she's the only overweight cop out there. 
um, grossly overweight. I don't know why she's overweight. I mean, maybe she's got thyroid issue. Maybe she broke both her kneecaps as a paratrooper in Iraq. I don't know. But what I'm saying is, is she's definitely overweight and she's overweight by far the most overweight person. She's the only girl out there and she's the one that's walking around making sure everybody's body camera sees her with her hands up over her face. Like, Oh my God, she's not trying to get a first aid kit. She's not trying to be a part of the solution. She's not pulling security on a truck that we have not secured yet. No, she's the only one walking around with her hands all over her face going, Oh, and I have to act this out because we have listeners that aren't watching. Oh my God. Oh, just this full on virtue signaling display of theatrics if i'm a female cop i'm going really really you couldn't be one of the cops getting to work you've got to be the only one out there doing this like oh grow up and get to work you're, what you're, is your deal that's you got a point you have a point i i mean i i'm saying uh in my mind she's thinking okay we're all going to jail now <laughs> we were trying and we were getting somewhere and then this asshole let a dog go and bite the shit out of him. The guy's screaming and yelling. So we are all going to prison. Uh, thank you. Keep your composure. Now <laughs> is not the time to lose your composure. I need everybody to stay calm. <laughs> but that, it's happening. But it, but that is um, that is true. She's uh, she is not part of the solution here. She is. Uh, but again, this is this is a natural reaction that is caught by a body cam. I'm not sure that this is forced virtue signaling. I think she would have walked away and let them fight him in any situation. No, that's somebody whose head's not in the game. That's yeah. somebody who's not taking this seriously. Yeah. Like okay, yeah, I get it. It's bad. But yeah. there's a lot of serious shit that's still going on here. And yeah. that's the problem. You don't know what's in that truck. That could be 140 immigrants sweating to death inside that truck. That could be children being trafficked. There could be uh, 400 pounds of coke and six gang members with AK-47s uh, guarding the truck. You have no idea what's in that truck. You have no idea what's in the cab of that truck. But you're sitting here doing this number, not taking any of this seriously, I mean, at the most, what I would be doing to cover my ass in this position would be like, well, I'm going to go ahead and get my first aid kit and I'm going to get on the radio and get an ambulance started because I want to be the one that everybody knows was trying to fucking be a part of the solution to this. Um, and not just somebody who's allowing somebody to be mauled by a dog. <laughs> like, you know, that's, that's you're right. Like the, the only thing that's going to, so even in my theory where she's like, Oh my God, we're going to jail. Uh, e even in that scenario, this is where your sense of urgency as a police officer needs to kick in and you need to be part of the solution here, either pulling a dog off or holding direct pressure or holding deadly force on the trailer until we can figure out what's in it or, but yeah, you're right. I mean, walking away like in shame, um, it, it's, it's not a good look, uh, because you're not out there for that. You know what I mean? You're it, it's, I, I don't think that that's intentional as in like, she's doing it to, to, to fucking ham up for the camera. I think that that's what no, but you notice that the do. one person that isn't taking it seriously is also the one that's not even, like, you can just tell that this girl does not take her job seriously. I mean, look at every single cop uh, dead. Like if you could yeah. rewind this and get a clip where you can see every single cop in this picture, every single cop in this picture is completely physically fit, completely professional hands on the gun. There's one there. There's two there. It's three, four, five, six. All these 
these these folks, I can't tell if, if all of them are guys or girls. That one looked like a girl standing there. Uh, at least he had a girlish figure if it was a boy. Everybody there looks like they're in all for business. But you got the one large overweight woman there, the one overweight person. It doesn't even have to be a girl. But that right there, like don't be the stereotype. Like you already look like the stereotype fat cop. Don't act like the fat cop. <laughs> act like a professional like everybody else but you're not that's probably why you're that way in the first place because you don't take your job seriously so this is the way i described this in the beginning and this is uh, before we turn the cameras on this is the way i'll describe it now let's replace this guy's canine with an asp baton just replace the canine with it take that canine out of it and replace it with an asp baton are you okay? And I know I already know your answer, but you can tell them. Are you okay with this guy having his hands in the air and the officer walking up and just whapping him in the face, in the arm, even with the ass no. on? It's, it's no force that's likely to cause great bodily harm. No, I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not. I'm not for this guy releasing that dog any way, shape, or form. I don't think yeah, you should yeah. let the dog go. Um, absolutely not. Don't let the dog go. Right. So. Uh, so it's not a matter of what he did. It, it's, it's a matter of, it, it's a matter of what you can do at the moment to secure the, because your ultimate goal is control and that's it. it it's in using the canine to control the situation is an overuse of force. I mean, you know, some pundits call that police brutality and I'm not buying into that bullshit, but it's an overuse of force and it should be investigated as such. Now, oh, oh, Maybe there will be something that comes out that says, no, I saw him make a furtive movement or I, I saw uh, I, I saw something shiny and I, I didn't know if it was his belt buckle or a knife and the other people couldn't see it because he was facing only me or yeah, all those could be a factor and they could be, but just based on the way it looks with that canine handler running towards the guy holding the dog and then all of a sudden the dog making a beeline for some completely uninvolved people and then him saying, hey, Rex, come back to the party over here. Uh, you know, like <laughs> chew toy, chew toy, chew toy. You know, like I, I think it was pretty bad. bad. It's pretty bad. Yeah, pretty bad. I um, mean, and I love how the DOT officer does not give a fuck that that fur missile is coming at him at 35 miles an hour. Doesn't even flinch. Now that right there is a good cop. And he was given the best commands um, too. He should have been the one that was in charge. I mean, he's the one that knows what he's doing with 18 wheelers. He's obviously the interdiction cop. He's dressed different from all the other cops. He's got his baseball cap on and he kind of has like this, um, uh, he kind of has this posture of authority. I think everybody should have been listening to him to begin with. But this guy also has like the wherewithal that he's got a fucking fur missile coming at him at 35 miles an hour and he doesn't even flinch. I would have been running. I'd have been like, not today. I've been like, All right, so I, I just want to show that. Hold on a second. Whoever's trying to control the thing. Um, I just want to show. I, I'm pretty sure this guy is on his knees with his hands up. I, I mean, I could be. Uh, well, I think he goes to his knees as they're coming up with a dog. Like okay. when they when they're right. like, we're letting this dog go. I think he drops to his knees. All right, but when when the dog runs past him the first time, you can see at this guy's elbow his hand is out. So he's already down on the ground, and he does the. Uh, have you ever played the the game Joust as a no. kid? No, Video because game. I'm only forty. I'm not. I didn't have an Atari. <laughs> it was a middle e like a medieval set thing where you're on these ostriches that fly come on dudes somebody fucking youtube joust because 
because they make this sound when they stop. They're just like, you know, and then they get exactly what this dog does. Like he's on jobs. Let's watch it again. Like, but, but right there, he, I, I could see he's either standing up or the guy or the dog knocks him up. If that makes sense, which is, you know, that sounds pornographic, but I mean, like it, it, he's either on the ground complying or the dog kind of pushes him in the air, but I could be seeing it wrong. I could totally be seeing that wrong. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Those glasses look like you could see the, you could see I, the rings of Jupiter. <laughs> I would, he could see tomorrow with those things, but I, I can say also though, that dog has pulled him into the grass. So this is not a light bite. This is not like a, uh, you know, you're holding a biscuit and I, I I'm going to nibble at your fingers until you release that biscuit for me, or I'm going to nudge you until you throw the tennis ball. He literally pulls him into the grass from the shoulder of the road. This is like, this is like typical stereotypical small town cop bullshit where it's like, I finally get a chance to use my dog and bite him. And I'm not, he, yeah. he knew he was going to let that dog go before he even got there. He was driving the whole way to that car scene saying, I'm going to let this dog go. My dog's getting a bite today. And that's just the attitude you can't take. You, you can't, have that kind of attitude. Um, the lack of critical thinking in the profession is, is getting worse and worse by the moment. Um, more of this, this unprofessional virtue signaling style behavior is getting worse and worse. Um, you know, not one of these guys is, is, is doing anything to go get, Oh gosh, I can't look at this woman. Do that again. You show that again, dead leg. And I'll, I mean, I'm not going to fire you, but I, this I'll, is I'll fly to Colorado. This is all you. one step up and two steps back. But but again, wh where does it come from? Is it born out of his sense of I, all I have to do is not comply. All I have to do is not comply. I don't have to pull over. I'm going to make them earn their money. I'm going to, you know, X, Y, and Z because the media tells me and social media tells me they're not right. going to do anything to me. And if they do, they're going to end up going to, to prison or I'm going to get a fat paycheck one way or the other. You know what I'm saying? Like, so here we, yeah, I mean, here we go. As you play this, this whole thing out, these guys are getting gloves on. Yeah. Um, and here you go. You got this one, uh, state trooper, um, appears to be dot outfitted um you know he's running from his car with medical gloves you know so why fucking fatty mcfat fats over there acting fat this dude's running in there listen i'm fat I, i'm fat and overweight but i don't act fat that's the difference like you're already i'm not trying to be an asshole here but you're already you're all you're just fitting the stereotype don't do that like you know what i mean if you're fat and overweight don't be a mouth breather Right, like <laughs> don't fit for, the stereotype. We huh? we can call this one step up and three steps back, actually, because <laughs> because that that fit a lot of people's stereotypes too. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Like this this part is is bad. Like I, you know, I, I don't. It's just bad. There is there is a reason why she shouldn't be in not necessarily in the dog pile throwing punches, uh, doing something to uh, whatever that handler is doing at the moment. He should be focused on getting the fucking jaws of that dog to release from the guy's arm. So he doesn't need to be fighting with the suspect right now to try to get his hands and handcuffs and all that. The guy is obviously going to be agitated and pissed because now he has a gaping wound in his arm from the dog. So, yeah, I mean, if she's that concerned and she was in the mix, yeah. you know what I mean? Like that canine handler dropped his leash somewhere. Yes. Why don't you go walk around the grass, try to find that leash? Because that might help the situation. I don't know what, what I do. I know I wouldn't be dancing around like, oh, my 
gosh. Yo. Listen, I don't want to offend fat people in there. I'm I listen, I I was at an all time fat this year. Uh, and I, I probably still considered pretty overweight. I, I'm getting a hold on it. Listen, we, I, we, we all struggle, right? I got five kids. It's hard to stay in shape. I'm not, I'm not trying to shame, fat shame anybody, but like, let's not, you got to have a little bit of shaming so that you're kind of in check, right? Like I've always said this, if we shame people more getting on airplanes, they wouldn't dress like peasants, get on the airplanes anymore. Meaning they're not wearing pajamas and wearing crocs. But like, if you're fat, if you know, you're fat, if you know, you're overweight, like let's not act fat because that just adds to it. Like try to have some sense of discipline about yourself. Like if you're going to be super fat, let's make sure we wipe our face every time we take a bite of those delicious Buffalo hot wings so that we're not the one fat person at the table with fucking sauce all up our face. You know what I mean? Like and I'm saying we, as in I'm fat too, and I'm guilty of this. Let's make sure we're not sitting on the plane being the fattest person on the plane going like this. <sighs> like just be like, Hey, look, I'm the fattest person on the plane. Let me breathe through my nose so that uh, all attention's not on me. That's what I mean by like, don't act fat. You can be fat. Just don't act fat. Yeah. You can be fat, but like, just don't act fat. (laughs) I struggle with it too. I struggle with this. Listen, I totally do. I I like sweet things. Uh, I love sweet things. My my wife says don't act fat all the time. The other night um, I was complaining about my weight and and I've been doing pretty good. Um, I've I've been doing really good with my weight loss the last couple of months. And like last night I was like, yo, I it's, I'm going to go to the food line. And I got to grab some brownies. I'm always like, it's 10 o'clock. I was like, yeah, but I'm having a craving. She's like, stop acting fat and sit down. You're not going to food line to get fucking brownies at 10 o'clock at night. I'm pregnant. Like, <laughs> why turn this on her and say, honey, you're pregnant. I'm having a craving. Just, yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm, you're pregnant. I'm, I'm, I've got until, sympathy weight going on there. Until you give up this kid, until you birth this child, I will have these cravings. And, I'm going to get brownies. So that's my only complaint about factormeals.com, factormeals.com. One, they have the calorie conscious meals, which are helping me out a lot. Um, they also have the protein heavy meals. I mean, you get any kind of any kind of meals you want. They have like hundreds of menu recipes to choose from. So if you're trying to lose weight, you can do calorie conscious meals. If you're trying to gain protein and gain weight, they have those. They don't have a dessert option. <laughs> and that kind of I need the dessert option. <laughs> I want the calorie conscious. I'm the guy that goes to food uh, McDonald's and I get like the double quarter pounder with cheese, add the bacon and jalapenos, but then give me a diet Coke with a super size fries. <laughs> I'm that guy. I'm going to do some virtue signaling in my own here. I don't know if it's going to yeah. be. See if you uh, can do it. Do it. No, it won't. I, I'm going to have to. No, but out of, out of everybody in this video, um, the canine handler, pisses me off a lot the driver jadarius pisses me off a lot jadarius mother pisses me off a lot and and this female cop that's dancing around with her hands all over her face uh acting like she's never been there before pisses me off and then homeboy at the back of the pack that's i mean he just, why does he have to have even like the nerdy voice behind it i'm gonna let it go i mean could he at least be like don't let that dog go like could he have like a jocko voice so i wouldn't make me as mad like don't let that dog go <laughs> Like Batman, don't do it. Don't let the dog. Yeah. What does he have to say? Like, oh, don't let the dog go. Oh, don't do it. Oh, please, Lord, don't let him. Oh, 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 like Will Arnett almost. Don't let him go. 
I oh. want to see somebody remake this video though with a who let them dogs out? Ooh, 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 who let them dogs out? And then she's like, oh, 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 <laughs> over and over again. Just over and over and over again. Man, if I'm the supervisor on this scene, I quit. I'm like, I'm straight to be like, I'm in Paris. These cops embarrass all of us. Uh, you know, and it sucks, man. I, and then we, we wouldn't be in this position if that canine handler didn't make such a terrible mistake. Um, but it pisses me off, man, because we sit here and try to defend cops all the time. Uh, and, and then you just, you, you know, it's like now my cup runneth over with stupidity yeah. in this case. I, I want to, you were talking about airports and sitting on the thing and being fat and, and, and okay. dressing a little bit differently. Here's a little yes. airport quorum lesson. Because I'm not um, angry enough, Drew. Okay, here. This was this was taken yesterday at the beloved uh, Wyandotte. I'm don't sorry. Don't do it. Don't uh, do it. Don't show that video, Drew. Oh, don't do it. You're going to piss them off. Oh, gosh. Oh. What I want you to do, like I had to pan around so it wasn't obvious of what I was doing, but I, I'm showing you basically that there's a big crowd at the, at the gate here. Okay? See, look. Okay. Yeah, that's a big crowd. In, blah, blah, Is this blah. your video? I can't hear you. I want to focus on this part. Look. Okay. Uh, if you'll see, next I already to the, see it. the left of the red bag. Okay, there I are no shoes it. involved. That's I a no shoe situation. And what else is happening here? Oh, she's oh, got fucking eight. 10 seats. <laughs> 10 seats with her hair all up in that, you know. <laughs> Oh, yeah, bitch, because nobody in this airport wants to sit down. It's a full thing. You've got no shoes on. You're taking 10 seats. Why do you have to act like a peasant? Don't act like a peasant. Don't act fat. Don't act like a peasant. Act like you've been there before. I have a little bit of a class. Keep your composure. Oh, this is what happens when you allow peasants into the middle class areas. <laughs> and I would I would say that like uh, airports aren't even for the middle class or for the rich. When you go to an airport, act like a rich person. Dress for the job you want, not the job you have. That's so, true. I mean, like this bitch belongs on a Greyhound bus headed to Louisiana. She'd take up both seats. <laughs> like, you know, th this is this is the era that, you know, this is why I like looking, uh, you, you know, like a, when Robert F. Kennedy goes on uh, a talk show somewhere He's got the skinny tie with the Oxford and the, and the, he is trying to look like his dad, basically like back in the sixties, he's trying to pull you back to what, how people dressed back in the sixties. Have you ever seen those photos of people like on an airplane and they're all dressed like Bobby Kennedy and they all have like a, you know, like a, I can't remember the name of the hat, you know what I'm saying? And you know, yeah, fedora, a fedora, they're sitting in the smoking section, all the ladies. Ah, have, yeah long flowy dresses i don't know that they ever sat in multicolored tights with a dress over them and then took up all four seats with no shoes on. looking for a seat you know listen if you're part of the wolf pack and you and i see you in an airport and you want to get a picture with me and you're dressed like a peasant i'm not doing it i don't i know i'm not doing it i'll be the i'll be an asshole but i'll be like no go get some fucking shoes on go put something respectable on then we'll do a picture together if you see me getting on a plane i'm not wearing shorts Wearing jeans, at yeah. least jeans, if not a nice pair, nicer pair of pants. I'm not wearing flip flops or Crocs. Wearing shoes. What happens when that plane crashes? 
Somebody's gonna have to carry your ass off of it because oh, you can't walk over the broken glass because you you got you know your shitty shoes on. Yeah. Like now you're a part of the problem. Yeah. You know, I, dress I, like you're gonna be a part of the solution. Dress like if there is a uh, hostage situation on the airplane, you're like Steven Seagal ready. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, this is you know God rest his soul Mario Martinez the guy that taught me the SWAT guy that taught me search warrant entry like through his search warrant entry school uh, where we did a lot of push ups and stuff because uh, that has everything to do with search warrant entry but <clears throat> he, he would always say because he was teaching us as narcs like we were all a bunch of narcotics detectives <clears throat> and we were known to dress just you know shabbily in shorts Sure, or, he would always say the same thing are you ready to go are you ready to are you ready to hit this house dressed like that? You you yeah. think that you're gonna run into somebody's house with a search warrant on wearing these stupid cargo shorts and a in a uh, uh Tiva uh, sandals. Yeah, and Tiva sandals in a in a Tampa Bay Rays jersey. Are you ready to go? Are you really ready? It's like the detectives that wear those super skinny fucking suits. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, Oh, yes, I'm very familiar with that. You know, you know where their sidearms at. Like, you know, if they're left or right handed because it's just like super displayed there and they're tight as suit. You know, they don't have a secondary weapon because you, you know, they wear those skinny pants. If they did have to get in a foot chase with like some kind of crazy suspect, no way those pants are splitting right at the seam. It drives me absolutely nuts. Like, common sense, guys, just common fucking sense. The taper on the pants is going to prevent them from getting any ankle. Any ankle holster is not going to work with that taper. It's just not going to, unless you reach down from the top, like, and that would look really awkward. So unless you reach down into your pants, down your pant leg, into your ankle, then maybe, maybe you got a shot. Well, guys, I hope you learned something from this. Um, And and this, this case puts me in a bad mood because there's just so much, so much dumb shit that's going on in the world today. And this just sums it all up. Everybody's dumb. The parents are dumb. Kids are dumb. I'd like to point out the fact that I saw one news article explaining that the dog is in control. The dog is only controlled by what its handler tells it to do. That dog is a product of its handler and the dog should not be punished in this scenario. It should be the handler that should be punished. I would like to replace that with your children, your children. It's not your children's fault. It's the handler's fault. It's not the child's fault that he went and shot up the entire school. It's the handler's fault that they went and shot up the entire school. It's not the child's fault that they can't pay attention in class. It's the handler's fault. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, be a better handler, be a good handler, whether it's your dog or your child, be a better handler. Uh, day 14, Will Cray still doesn't have a girlfriend. Go to Instagram at Will Cray. Jump into his DMs. Let him know you love him. Help him to find love in all the wrong places. Guy or girl, he doesn't know what he is yet. He'd like to think he's straight, but it's 2023. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. No one knows. Because obviously you're not born gay these days. You can make that choice. That's what we're being preached told. That's what we're being told at every, at, at every turn that come on over to the gay side. Has nothing to do with whether you're born that way. Just come on over. So Will Gray, he could be gay. He doesn't fucking know. If Guy or girl. Listen, if he's animal curious, like I know of a German shepherd that's got a lot of time on its hands right now. He doesn't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, Will Gray could court this thing, uh, cheat meals. You know what I'm saying? Like Purina. Um, give it a shot. Just give uh, it a shot. 
take this dog out. Take the center. Go to Centerville, Ohio. Why meet the gay? dog. Just, to, just why are you gay? Why are you gay? Why are you gay? You are gay. And listen, Imperial Girl, I've never met you in person, so I've met Will Cray in person. So I've got I've got to uh, vet you first in person. I mean, for all I know, you could be catfishing. I mean, I feel like I know you over the last couple of years. Maybe not. Maybe you're a maybe you're a 65 year old man um that's sitting around rubbing his belly button getting up in these chats i don't know could all be a facade i can vouch for will cray i personally met him i've broken bread with will cray he is 62 percent a degenerate um 12 percent a real man which uh i know that there's some only fans girl out there that those standards are good enough for you so please head over to at will cray w-i-l-l-k-r-e-w slide into homeboys uh Slide into homeboys, uh, DMs, and um, like I said, guy, guy or girl, it doesn't matter. He doesn't know yet. He'd like to think he knows, but he hasn't sucked a dick, so he doesn't know if he likes it or he doesn't. So, you know, I know I'm not gay. I sucked one, and I didn't like it. So I get to say it for sure that I'm not gay. Um, anyway, guys, for myself. <laughs> go through from, Gator, and I appreciate that. For myself and Drew Breezy, this has been better to stop breakdown. I'm going to go take a volume and calm the fuck down. <laughs> <laughs> Until oh. next time, guys.